Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and about what's next. It's a show that wants to ask questions, peel back the layers of our average everyday experience, and go beyond scratching the surface. We interview amazing people with incredible ideas and stories who have done wild, weird, and wonderful things. Remember that imagination shared create collaboration, and collaboration creates community, and community inspires social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. So my next Toronto International Film Festival interview is with Sean Drummond and Michael Matthews as we talk about their new film. It's a Western that subverts the genre for sure, Five Fingers for Marseille. It's a Western that's, uh, you know, one of my favorites is High Plains Drifter, Outlaw Josie Wales that comes up in our conversation once upon a time in the West and so on. But this is a Western that's that's entertaining, that was just a really a, a long haul for these guys to put together. And you're going to you're going to hear their passion, their commitment and their 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 thoughtful approach to making this film. It's it's about land. It's about it's about land rights. It's about uh, the European invasion in, in this part of the world. It's about colonization and 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 about being relevant with regard to prejudice and race relations and the past and memory. How could you possibly pack that much into uh, a Western? Uh, the, the, the answer is uh, they did. And uh, you're going to love this conversation. You're going to love the film. I hope you hear more about it. Don't forget davidpecklive.com for more information about my speaking and my writing. But also face-to-facelive.ca for a whole host of new interviews coming up with regard to the uh, film festival. And... Also, rabble.ca for more information there about other interviews uh, around issues that matter. Coming right up, Sean Drum and Michael Matthews about their new film, Five Fingers for Marseille. Well, welcome to Face to Face. We're joined by two very special guests here today at the Toronto International Film Festival on the morning after of the world premiere of their new <laughs> film, Five Fingers from Marseille. For Marseille, thank you. Sean, I'm, maybe I'm the one who's hungover. Uh, Sean Drummond <laughs> and Michael Matthews, writer and director, producers as yes. well. Thanks for joining me today, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So so, so I heard something about hungry but not hungover. Was that the line as you sat down? It, it was a long night. I uh, bet it, it was. It was a late premiere. We, we premiered at quarter to ten last night. And so we had a, we had a bit of a mix-up beforehand because we wrote a bunch of casts and we've got our co-producers from Game of Seven Films who are New York-based. And we've got co-producers from Stage 5 Films um, 
who are Cape Town based with us because we Cape Town based filmmakers. And then we also had four of our actors and we had uh, a composer and our sound designer. I saw the bus pull up in front of the white box. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. You had quite yeah. the crowd. It's, uh, it's great that you were able to. And by the way, I was going to say celebrate it. Congratulations and love yeah, the film. How, how can you not love a Western? <laughs> yeah. That's what we think. So, so the land is all the scripture we need. Yeah. The land, what a beautiful line. What, what's, what's going on there? I mean, this is, is it fair to say this is more than a Western? Yes. I, I, We're going I, deep quickly. Yeah, <laughs> We're in. going deep quickly. But it's good. Yes. Well, are you, okay, let's go, let's go a little more superficial. How about you? Are you hungry and hungover? Or what's... Yes. 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 <laughs> no, no, not too bad. Not too um, bad. But yeah, the, uh, I think the land was a huge part of where the story originated. I mean, on a simple level, we, we came up with the, the story from just actually being on a, on a bit of a road trip on, for another project. Um, and so it sort of started by looking at the land and seeing the space and thinking about the people and 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 what and the changes that have happened in the land and um, the progress South Africa has gone or you can call it progress mm. or you know um, so I think from the beginning a lot of that sort of uh, who owns the land and who has the right to what kind of started to inf uh, kind of what's the word infuse the story from yeah. the beginning. It's um because it's it's obviously the story of. Land is the story of land is the story of, co of colonization, mm. and it's not just in Africa, but it's particularly um, relevant in Africa, and it's a big part of the conversa conversation in South Africa now. Is looking at land appropriation and going back and whose 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 land is whose it? Whose land really? is it? And and we were traveling, like Mike says, traveling and, and finding these towns with European names, and the, the starting point was almost a almost like a surreal curiosity going, I can't believe there's actually a town called Marseille. Well, neither can I. And I, that was yeah. one of my first questions. And it's, I, is this and it's a fictional true. town? No, there, it, it's it's a fictionalized version of a real town. Is but, that the real sign, by the way? No. no. Okay, the sign's amazing. <laughs> love yeah. the sign. Yeah, so love the sign. Yeah. But there's, there really is a Barcelona and a Rome and a huh. Hamburg and a Berlin huh. and a Paris and, and a Marseille. And the actual Marseille is probably about the size of this hotel, you know, if, <laughs> right. if even, like the right. ground floor. Not right, the, oh, not okay, the whole thing. yeah. Yeah. But but we thought it's it's amazing that not amazing it's it's mm. it's it's so relevant also to the Western sure. thematically sure. to go. Um, oh, I'm I'm going to waffle, so I apologize. That's, but no, I'll bring that's it. Okay. I'll bring it back to a point. Um, the Western was about conquest. Originally, Westerns were about conquest, and they were about you know the heroes were the were the ones who were who were taking the land. Sure, they, they were sure. winning the land. Yeah, and then. Uh, when Western started getting revisionist and turning their gaze back on that, they started questioning all those Western classic Western ideals. It became about, you know, questioning the taking of the land and questioning the drive for conquest and the, uh, questioning the treatment of native mm, right. people wherever, wherever they, wherever, whereas you know, traditionally. The Indians, in big inverted commas, the Native Americans have been the bad guys and the, yes, and the heroes yes, were coming yes. to fight it off. As soon as you start. Uh, as soon as you go revisionist, and because it's because it's been a long time struggling for the word, I want to say revisionisting. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. definitely not a no, word. No, we can create words. Cool. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Right. In yeah. fact, I had a university professor who said you should at least create a new word at least once a month. Okay. Yeah. Cool. My son created the word philosophate. 
philosophy the other day. I think that's pretty good. It's yeah. not bad. It's not bad, eh? Yeah. Philosophating. It's you philosophate, you grow it in a jar. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Grow good thinking in a grow jar. Grow good thinking yeah. in a jar. I yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 So I'm wondering why you guys don't teach a university course and why you're uh, based on uh, your your uh, the the, uh, the conversation we've already had yeah. four minutes in. Yeah. You're, you're filmmakers. You're telling this important story yeah. through a highly entertaining, violent, engaging film. Yeah, I can, if I can yeah, go please. back and finish that vision, because I feel like I was on a thought. <laughs> I was on a roll. You were on a roll, As soon man. as you revision yeah. this thing, um, you start questioning the taking of the land in South Africa. It's, and so it's relevant to the Western. And because we oh, drew on so, so many well. different types of Westerns, we, we, we sort of drew on the classic era. We drew on the spaghetti era. We drew on the revisionist era to go... Let's use the the Western not in a gimmicky way, but let's use it as a way to number one tell a really engaging, complex, character-driven story that we want to see in South Africa. But also let's use it as a way to to, to, to question, explore this idea of who took the land and what's the legacy of the pain and damage that was done, because Five Fingers it's all about these kids, the Five Fingers, who become the adults, the Five Fingers who are broken, scarred, and ultimately end up you know spoiler alert facing each other down again for the sake of this town that they've been fighting for since they were kids but haven't got the yeah, fight right and, and, and what's it's, it's because that damage was done in the beginning with, what's with so lovely about it land. too is they all kind of represent one of us in a way we've mm -hmm. all had histories we're all broken in our own way you know i mean i'm sure a psychotherapist would disagree with me <laughs> using the word broken but we're all damaged goods right in some way yeah. whether it's family or violence or education or lack thereof so mm -hmm. it's really quite lovely but uh um so so you say you drew in westerns Let's get this one out of the way. Favorite westerns? I mean, I certainly have a few of mine, but um, I would say just on a, like an enjoyment of cinema perspective, probably the age when I watched it as well. Like Unforgiven was was just a biggie because it was yeah. so like taking all the what you want out of a western and then kind of doing something different where you're just watching a whole movie without that much action. Yeah, built yeah. all the way to go. I yeah. just want to see Clint Eastwood yeah. be Clint, like the Western Clint Eastwood. You What's know? so interesting about Unforgiven? It was such a polarizing film. People either really loved it or hated it, yeah. right? Because they didn't quite get the turning over the Western yeah. on its head. Yeah. I thought it was a Western. Yeah, Nobody, there's no gunfights. What's, yeah, going, on? what's going on? <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's all there the whole time. It's that like feeling like you want that, which yeah. is like you. Yeah. It's, that's a nice thing to work with as it's well. It's interesting, right? You as want soon it. as people are firing guns. It's not that interesting, to be honest, unless it's done in a really unique way. We've seen it so much. So it's all about like everything around that, you know, like like Leone's ones. He was like the absolute pro of going, how do you maximize everything around the potential of violence and the build up to it? And then the actual firing of the guns and whatever happens was generally quite quick or something. Yes. Yeah, so so yeah. you feel like everything's around people shooting guns at each other, but it's not really, it's all about these long buildups and this tension and the potential of violence and yes. all that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where does High Plains Drifter sit for you guys? High Plains Drifter is not bad. Yeah, 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 yeah it's pretty yeah. high on my list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, yeah. we immerse ourselves. So God fear in town, Sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for over a year, um, we were just watching and reading Westerns. Is that right? I, reading, cool. Well, being a writer, yep. um, I read, I like to read scripts as well as watch the film. And what was interesting about a lot, because like we were saying earlier, there's always sort of social political threads Absolutely. to the Westerns. Yeah. And films like The Searchers mm. um, are really about race relations and, and about, uh, you know, prejudice and, and about, um, like, I guess, characters, again, dealing with those demons that, that, that are, that, that's racism, really. And in the 50s, I, I feel like The Searchers was quite confrontational and was actually probably quite progressive mm. at how, mm. it, how it deals with race relations. You look at it now, and of course it's the 50s, so it's clunky as hell, and you go, well, it's quite racist. But reading the script, 
you could almost shoot the same script for the searches now, but with today's sensibility, Sadly. make it something incredibly complex and without, quite relevant to get still, you know, without changing a word of the page, which, which is amazing. It's, it's interesting to see how much is actually in there, even at the time. First came the trains. Can you finish the the phrase for uh, me? The trains and then came the settlers bringing their towns with them. And they called it their <laughs> and land. They called it their land. Yeah. So yeah. this is this is imperialization. This is colonization, yeah. right? Uh, lived out. What's what's so cool to me? What's so fun and engage? Well, fun is the word that you've done it in a way that mm. is engaging and entertaining and fun. That that mm. uh, you're 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 a part of the story, and yet you're being sort of you're not being pre. I was going to say you're being preached to. You're not yeah. being preached to, Hopefully and that's not. the beauty. No, yeah. no, no. You're Trying absolutely not. To, but you're, you're being brought into the conversation. Yeah, you're being brought into a in really interesting conversation if you're open to it. Yeah. yeah. If you're looking for that sort of thing. So is it true, Michael, that there are no good men? That's the, I believe, the logline for the film. Is that right? I would say it's not true. <laughs> I'd like to believe it's not true. I'm with you, man. But I think within that town, I think from what happens when they're kids and, and the way you have to deal with your demons when what they have to deal with it, it sort of leads to leads to that scenario. Yeah, it's a comp I guess everybody's complex. And again, mm. because they're all broken in a way and... And hopefully, you know, the film starts and ends with the same setup, which is the again, spoiler alert, the 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 the, the fingers on the hill, you know. I have to say, I was a little sad about that scene. I mean, it yeah, totally made yeah. sense. Mm. Totally made sense. But I think it's isn't that a Mexican? Is that a Mexican? A Mexican scene? standoff, yeah, yeah for a Mexican yeah. standoff, and it's. To, I think it's because we want the film, yeah, to be totally. You can engage with it on a on a on a on a story level and go, this is fun. This is complex these characters are interesting and I'm, and I'm watching a, a real genuine South African Western and you don't need to engage in that deeper level unless you want to and it's yeah. there if you yeah. want to and hopefully you take something mm -hmm. away from it and I think it, it's all about going back to the land the film starts and ends with the land yes. and for this land really to be free for 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 the country because I think it's a microcosm for where South Africa is now and shaking off the shackles of apartheid and the, how that's a sort of trial and error process going well, for for us really to start again, for for the land yes. really to be, which is a line right near the end of the film. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Mm. Um, I think, unfortunately, in the story, at least those guys are they're too broken and they're holding they're holding the town back. Which they're is the, why they're the sacrifice, the, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's the past; it's the cycle continuing. You sort of have to free yourself from the issues of the past so that 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 new a newer generation can kind of be free of the issues yes that was that's a big part of it trying to go the cycle keeps repeating if 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 the new generation keeps getting brought into the same issues or you know that sort of thing yeah well um, you you couldn't you must have noticed last night the guy who introduced the film talked about yes, the right yeah. indigenous yeah. rights yeah. here in canada yeah. and sort of said we're on we're on this uh, we're basically we're on stolen land yeah, yeah. right is and that's happening more and more in canada yeah. and there's a there's a shift and that's going to take years probably my kids kids to really be in a place where hey this is where we're we're at where it's be actually a part of the dialogue and a part of their mm. worldview i do a lot of work in cambodia there's this notion of transgenerational trauma right yeah right yeah south africa for yeah. crying Absolutely. out loud yeah. how i'm getting goosebumps how deep does that go yeah, yeah i mean right? people think things can change quickly and they just can't there's just too much you know um, it's already been 20 years since the end of apartheid and you, yeah. that seems like a long time, but it just is still, it, realistically, it's all still pretty fresh stuff. It's a blip. And in a way, a lot of what's happening now is people are, everyone's starting to have the conversations and the dealings, dealing with the issues that probably, that should have been more addressed at that time. Like a lot kind of got missed and com certain conversations swept weren't under, happening. Swept under the carpet, right? Yeah, like, like it's new and we're good and, and now we go forward all. Let's just, a, let's just not talk about it. 
really, <laughs> you know no, what I mean? We're really happy to is talk it, about it is, because I think it's important. It's important. Oh, but what I mean is, isn't that? What oh, that, oh, yes. That's oh, the sentiment, oh, sorry. right? That's, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. A long sorry. Night. That's yeah. A long night. So you yeah. really are hungover. <laughs> yeah. 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 Has nothing to do with hunger. Right? Yeah. 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 No, it's like that. That idea, like I. Kind of loud. We're all good. We're good. It's a rainbow nation now, and people want to believe that, but it's like it's. You can't just. It's like a little quick plaster. It's not gonna. Yes. Like deal with. You know, yeah. so a lot of stuff's coming up now, yeah. and it's very interesting because on an international level, it feels mm. like a lot of the same um, conversations are happening. Um, like you're saying, especially in the US and in Canada, obviously, I think there's a lot more forward thinking about where things are at compared yeah. to, you know, well, you'd like America, to think so, right? Well, and then is, you start yeah. reading the news and you go, yeah. I'm not sure how forward yeah. thinking you are here. It seems you know? like the world has sort of taken a bit of a step back. It kind of does right now, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. the nationalist yeah. fervor and. Um, yeah, I don't know what that what is going on with well, the I, I, I don't know. It's, it's just it's scary though. It is. And, yeah. and and you sort of see it in the States. It seems like the most terrifying, but I guess it's happening with Brexit in the UK as well. And 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 we thought we were on this great path, maybe because life is cyclical. And yeah, so, maybe. and and you know, look at look at the US and how Barack Obama was the first black president and and I, I'm sure well definitely in the beginning you had this feeling of okay like tides are turning yeah. like we're entering yeah. a new yeah, era yeah. and now we've swung so all the states have swung so far yes back. yeah it's really yeah no it's quite well it's the the I mean this is this is trauma I think mm. it seems to me coming to the fore not dealing yeah. with stuff yeah. right yeah. from your past which you know we're talking about memory we're talking about how we how we talk about how we were raised and what our, you know, what our histories were essentially, which is what is so beautiful about your film. Is that, is that kind of connected to the scripture in the land? The scripture in the land, the history, the memory, yeah, yeah. this is what's so important. It's, we need to know. Yeah. We need to know not just because this is academic, yeah. this is actually about identity yeah. the and land, voice. The land is all scripture we need is sort of, yeah, we are tied to the land yeah. and our yeah. truth and our meaning yeah. And, and, yeah. and all of that is tied to the land. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I love I love Tao's character. I mean, I love there's few few characters in the film I really love, but but I always love those characters who kind of dance between that that um, I hate to say I, I'm going to say it anyway the good and evil that polarizing mm -hmm. kind of stepping in stepping out you you, you want to be I, I wanted to be his friend he's the kind of guy I'd like to hang out with and have a drink and smoke together with right um, maybe take down a, a somebody else in a gunfight maybe <laughs> together you know. So, so, but isn't that interesting, right? About that whole good and evil thing, that holding yeah. that tension, mm. yeah. and 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 he plays it so well. Um, yeah, easy easy to draw out of a guy like that. Uh, is that is that the actor? Is that the direction? Is that the writing? Is it a? I think it's a combination yeah. of all, you know. But he just has he has that energy, um, that sort of charisma where he doesn't have to do much and it's good, you know. That's <laughs> nice. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's, I he's do know good what you to mean. watch. Like yeah. I mean, yeah. Clint Eastwood was like was like the pro at that, or yes. like that was quite a new thing. Or who was it before that? Who Outlaw really Josie Wales. That? Outlaw Josie yeah. Wales, also yeah. another yeah. big yeah. favorite. It's like like that, and that's a very Western thing as well. Like not getting much from your main character, you know. Like the more you don't know about them, mm. although there's a lot, yes. there's a quite a rich backstory and all that for yeah. us. Yeah. There's still like a lot of unknown. Yeah, the man with no name, him right? Twenty yes, years, yeah. and we don't know exactly what he's done or where he's been, and and like what what he really wants, and that sort of stuff. You sort of um, there's a lot under there, and you're trying to work it out the whole time, and 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 trying to figure out what what is it he really wants, you know, or what's he going to do. There's again, a there's a there's a there's a mystery there. There's kind mm. of a well, there's an unknown, right? And yeah. yet you know. This guy actually, there's a he difference. Cares. He cares. Yeah. He cares. He's a good guy. Like yeah. there's a moral fiber there somewhere, right? Even though yeah. he's a killer. Yeah. There's, because I mean, the, the first act of him 
killing is almost accidental in a sense, but you know that it probably came from a, uh, I wouldn't say righteous justice maybe, but sure. still yeah, in a sense does, of, yeah. I'm, I, I want to make things right. About I have to do something. It's yeah. to do the right thing. And I think it's, it, you've got all these characters. We had an amazing cast in the film, but they're all mm. very still and they're all, I guess the Western always would present these stoic characters with these backstories that you didn't know. And maybe right. you right. would see in flashbacks and what we, I think what we did that was different is that we spend the first 15, 20 minutes of the film with them as kids. And yes. that really yes. establishes a lot of mm. the, a lot of those yeah. characters. We understand why they're broken, hopefully by the end. And it, it rings true on a, on a deeper level when they go back up the mountain to face each other down because you understand where it's come from. Well, you yeah. kind of, in a way, as a fairly young parent, you kind of see them as kids in a yeah. way still, which yeah. I think is really brilliant writing yeah. and, and the way you, you juxtapose that. And I don't you know what's know, in there, deeper yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a reason for this. There's context, there's history and so on. Mm. Um, there's, um, uh, I, <laughs> what's with the, 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 the one white character in the film who's a... Yeah. Pretty much a buffoon. Can I use the word buffoon? Yeah, yeah. but but quite fun too. Uh, I, and I think my fave line is, uh, is uh, how many how many bullet holes is that? Six, <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the line exactly. Sixty. 60. Yeah. That's a yeah. lot of bullet holes. That's a lot of holes. <laughs> Could we make it an even twenty? Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, it was partly, I think, partly to have some light in, yes. the, in the film. Yeah, and yeah. I think also the western genre sort of. You know, we had nods to the genre. There was often the drunk sidekick who's a bit of a comic relief. Sure, but yeah. often it was. It was the drunk Mexican sidekick, and mm. so in a way, right. we, we wanted to subvert that by making it, you know, <laughs> yeah. token good. white character. Yeah, that's kind right. Of, yeah. yeah, it's but, about time. But yeah. it's also true. To There's the so area. many of us. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but it's also, you know, like my grandfather was a traveling salesman there, mm. so it's also something that's true. And yeah. There's this question of am I relevant still? You know, how yeah. do I fit into this world where the country's changed? Sure. Yeah. Lands like this yep. town is this this new frontier has replaced what there was, and do I still fit? And kind of mm. I don't. And again, you know, white people in South Africa at the end of apartheid sort of didn't have to change. We, it's it's yeah. like Mike was saying, it's everything's cool now, guys. No, we're mm. all the same. No, mm. it's fine. Mm. And, um, but what is anyone actually doing? Yeah. yeah. And so for him, he has to make the choice to actually join the struggle and get involved. You right. know, sometimes right. a man has to take a stand. It's, a, it's such a great... I, how can you not love those scenes when everybody... Yeah. Pitches in basically. Yeah, and it's, and it's, sort <laughs> it's so of great. Like, yeah, I love the gun you gave him too. <laughs> the biggest, <laughs> the biggest gun, and his yeah, reaction to it too. Yeah, very Clint Eastwood as well. It's yeah. Very dirty Harry. Yeah, but you have to, you know, you you have to engage. I think you can't you right. can't sit Good. in the corner of the bar and drink yourself into oblivion and pretend like right. this change right. doesn't affect you. You've yep. got to step up and be part What's, of it. So so the ghost. I mean, now mm. that that's a guy that personifies evil to me. Yeah. Right. There's there. I don't. I'm not so sure there's any good in this guy. I don't. I don't know. Maybe there was at a time. Um, yeah. And, and and when you compare him to Tao's character, right? And just I don't know. There's a there. There's something else going on there. Yeah. He. It's it's an interesting one because without him, the story's much more kind of grounded. The entire thing. It's about the kids, the five kids, and then the five adults and what they become. And he kind of comes in, just to give some sort of context. But he sort of comes in halfway through. And he's almost like a bit of a, we've always seen him like, like a grim reaper. Yeah. Not, or not yeah, a grim yeah, reaper, but yeah. he comes in as a judge. I can't, re I, I can't put my finger on who he reminds me of, some other character. Yeah. Uh, or a play that I've seen. or You know what yeah. I mean? Some Shakespearean thing. Uh -huh. I don't know what uh -huh. it is, but there's something going on there. He, he pretty much um, comes in and just uproots all the things people aren't dealing with. So that's the idea. Right. It's, it's almost like sometimes what's interesting is I think about watching a lot of the scenes that he's in with all the characters. And the way he gets under the surface with everyone's issues and he basically turns, like uproots all the issues between the characters and brings it all out as a sort of judge. He sees himself as this anointed judge. Um, 
but he's oh shit i lost my train of thought no, that's good. <laughs> i was trying it was to go a good somewhere it was, was a good one yeah. it was a good one you're on i was going somewhere hang on um let me just drink another coffee. <laughs> That's right, a little he more. He forces good. him to confront. Oh, confronting the, the issues scenes. In the it's town. interesting to watch some of the scenes and imagine him not even in them. And it's right, almost like these, because right. he's got these kind of monologues and this talking, and he's almost like a, the devil in the ear of these characters to a degree, or this the kind of judge. And if you took him out a lot of the scenes, it would be the characters just dealing with the issues in a sure, way. Uh-huh. It's, it's quite funny. Like if you yeah, watch it like yeah. that, you could almost imagine. He doesn't exist. He's just sort of come in to go. You guys need to face face up to each other. If, if that makes sense, it does make sense. Honestly, one of the greatest lines I've heard in a long time about the the, the lightning strike. I won't, won't, won't give it away. You got to see the film, guys, out there. But that's it's brilliant. Thank Love, you. lovely. I mean, there's something quite uh, hmm, almost metaphysical or spiritual about yes. the ghost. Like you kind of wonder, is this? Well, it's the high plains drifter in a way, right? Yeah, exactly, who, who was exactly. who was that guy, yeah, right? Was he, he just was he actually the devil, yeah, right? The devil. Yeah. And and so uh, is this guy even human? Um, my, mother, my mother was struck by lightning on the night I was born, and I came out like this. It's interesting. There's the line. It's wonderful. Hopefully, it'll dry. It's a great line. It's in the teaser. It's in the, teaser it's in the teaser. Well. So oh, okay. You, oh, that's right. Yeah. You do use it in the teaser trailer. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. But it's but it's also you get the sense from him sometimes where you think, is that true or isn't that true? Or is it only because there's a lightning storm right now, he's manifesting his own kind of higher yeah. story? Yeah. It's almost like a little bit like jo- Batman Joker. It's mm. very different, but where, you, where you're not sure yeah. where it comes from. Like, mm. like is, is there truth behind what he's saying or is he just stirring? Well, and or? and isn't, that, isn't that part of power and oppression? Mm. Yeah. Right, that story yeah. sort of builds. The legend grows. Yeah. It may not even be true. Yeah. But this is what we think the, this character, this ghost, really is. Yeah. Right. Which is so wonderful about that yeah. kind of that kind of writing. And what I love about what you guys do, filmmakers, writers, and so on, is there's so many unintended implications. Mm-hmm. That authorial, sorry for the academic phrase, but that authorial intention. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. The, what's going on here? What's going on at the heart level? You guys have been in the, what is it, 10-year project now? Yeah. It's, the it's conversations, the people yeah. you've met, the photos, the the freezing to death. I mean, how, <laughs> how does that all tease its way out in the film? I, I just think it's it's wonderful. So so the ghost says, and we're going to have to wrap it up in a couple of minutes, okay. but the ghost says, calls town nobody, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I love the irony because yeah. he's everybody. Yeah. Like not only is he everybody, he's, he's, the, he's the human link that kind of allows... I don't know the next. Am, am I reaching here? But no, the next redemptive so. step for this town? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. I uh, hopefully he's so. Cause I guess he sort of starts and ends the fight. Mm, he, nice. He kicks it off. That's nice. He kicks it off inadvertently, inadvertently, but with that sort of righteous act that that takes it too far, and he's the, he's the one who ends it eventually by deciding he's got to turn that fight once and for all. Right. To, take right. responsibility. Up, take yeah. responsibility, which is really nice yeah. that you don't let him get away with it, yeah. in a sense. Mm-hmm. And and again, it's it's because the ghost is there and he's prying at everybody's... He's he's prying at the cracks, you know, and the cracks are us and the cracks are South Africa and the ghost is... He's the, the repo, he's the judge who's come in to force them to confront and when he, when he, when he decrees judgment on the town, he's sort of going, this town's stillborn. It's broken. Right, It's right. not... Working. Um, yeah, he's almost, yeah. there's almost a nobility to him because he's coming in and he doesn't want anything other than to force these. He feeds on that brokenness, but he's, in a, in a way, there's something quite righteous about him because he's, he can be a judge, he can be a, he can be the devil, he can be a messiah. He's forcing 
he's forcing that same change. He's going, I'm going to force you to confront this brokenness mm. and I'm the catalyst for change. I'm the catalyst. Kind of makes you wonder, kind of wonder when, what went on in prison, you know, what mm. kind of, what kind of transformation or redemptive act, you know, it's a, it's an interesting comment on that, you know, it's, you know, yeah. that restoration, that reconciliation yeah. that occurred because yeah. you only give us a little taste of that basically, mm. right? Yeah. On the day he gets out essentially. Pretty right? much. Yeah. 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 We don't get any more context yeah. than that. So, so sadly, we got to wrap it up. Wow. Um, uh, I feel like we're just getting going. I know it's <laughs> ridiculous, isn't it? We, we'll, we'll need to do a part two. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What part um, two? Decolonization. Yeah, yeah no yeah. kidding, isn't it? I mean, there's just, and this is what I so love about a great film and a great story, and you guys have, and, and great performances too, by the way. Please yeah. pass on my regards to the cast. Uh, it, you must have had a lot of fun. It sounds I re read some of the notes about the challenges you faced. It must have been pretty tough out there on the set and so on, but. But uh, financing, I mean, it's, it's been a long journey. It's been, a, I think on all aspects, it was not an easy film to make. And then on, on a production level, it was definitely harder than we thought it would be. Yes. It was already super ambitious, a five-week shoot, and, and we could barely get what we needed done. It was about three to four minutes of final film that you're shooting a day right, that right. will end up in the movie, you know, which is so much to get through. Um, and then we had rain, snow, um, yeah. Hail, yeah, I mean, it was... all sorts. And <laughs> any, any lightning strikes? Any lightning strikes? Yeah, there yeah. was. There was <laughs> yeah. lightning. Yeah. And I, uh, when we went in, I was like, oh, well, you know, when the stuff comes up, which it probably won't because it's not supposed to rain in that month. Uh -huh. of, the year, of course or not. The, yes. Then it rains for like yeah. probably yeah. about a week. Yeah, yeah. But um, I thought we'll use it. You know, it'll be in the movie sure. and it, you'll feel it and all that. And then you, it doesn't work like that because the schedule is just a complete mix, you know? Yes, the I final bet. scene of the film, which I won't give the spoiler away, but that was actually... For four of those, for three of the characters, it was their very first day on set. That final stand on the top. Yep. Isn't that so just, it was such I love, a... Makes me smile when he hears stuff like that. Scene. It was that their was very their first, first scene. That's it was crazy. so daunting for me. I was like, and oh, is that, crap. I mean, we don't have time to get into this now, but is that just because of production schedule, location, it's, you're it's, here, we got to get it done, and then we're moving on. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you try so yeah. hard to make yeah. it a bit more linear so you can work <laughs> with the character. Yeah. That scene felt like that, so let's put a bit more of that in this scene. Yeah. But it's just, you've got to know it all before you even start making, and it's just... Um, you kind of got to get it right out of order. It's, yeah. it's pretty crazy. Yeah. I think that's a testament to the, the acting and to Mike's yeah. directing, just to be able to go into that situation. No, because if that if the emotion of that scene doesn't land, the film doesn't work. Right. And so for everybody right. involved right. to step up and yeah. go, okay, we know what this has to be and and knock it out of the park is yeah. Yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah. We, 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 we were an amazing. We, we are, Mike and I have worked together for almost 12 years and our creative team have worked nice. with us, including... Sound designer, composer, um, editor, um, director, photographer, Sean. Nice. You know, um, so, so there's a there's a lot of sh shorthand trust, and then Dylan. Yeah, trust is there. There's a whole yeah. other thing that we could talk about, right? Yeah. Just the trust there that, that that sort of translate into the film and into the story. It's a real theme for me too, mm -hmm. in the work that I do personally in, in sort of international development and social change, and even these conversations. A good podcast interview, you've got to develop a little bit of rapport and hopefully yeah. a tiny bit of trust, right? Because yeah. you yeah. can't really get to the stuff that matters if you don't, <laughs> sure. you know? Yeah. So, hey, listen, congratulations again. Um, a couple more. Uh, so, premiere, world premiere was last night. Yep. Yes. Uh, got a couple more showings. Yes. Are you all here for those? 
Uh, some uh, most of our cast are leaving today. Oh, too bad. Okay, yeah. 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 So we've got a we've got a screening uh, tomorrow. tomorrow morning. Okay. With more Q and A yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah, and then uh, one more Saturday, and then we go. We've got a couple more festivals. We're doing Fantastic Fest down in oh, Austin just after okay. this, and we're doing BFI London the beginning of October. Nice. And then a few more I don't think we're allowed to talk about yet. But, oh, um, okay. Yeah, so we'll, yes. we're, we're going out. Yeah, a little covert action going on there. <laughs> yeah. Nice to hear. Well, listen, guys, such a pleasure uh, chatting today. Five fingers from us, say uh, Sean Drummond and Michael Matthews. Who's here with us today at the Toronto International Thank Festival. You. Thanks so Thanks much. Thanks so much. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.